0: I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being in the studio with us. How is everybody doing today? We've got a great show for you today, folks. But then again, we always have great shows because it's coming where again? From KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston. In the house today on the boards we have Rico Rico how you doing today my brother
1: Doing pretty good loaded up coffee and water
0: You're so you're, you're coffee up and ready you're caffeinated right Oh yeah definitely And then of course we have the one and only forever the eternal internist named what again Stuart Stuart how you doing today my brother I'm doing great Man, look, we, we, are, we are locked. Is it, is it cocked and loaded or locked and loaded? Locked, Something like that. Definitely locked. Locked and loaded. Okay. We are locked and loaded to get busy today, folks. Anyhow, earlier today, we, I got into the studio and hear him talking to Rico and we got into a little chat on wokeness. And Rico says, wokeness, Egberto, means several different things. What does wokeness mean to you, senor?
1: To me, I don't, I'm not really sure anymore.
0: Honestly, just uh, kind of... I don't care. You don't care. I, that That's the best answer. That is the best answer. You don't care. You know what? I, I think I, for me, wokeness is just being awake here, right? You know, things people like to assign certain things to wokeness, but it just means awake. So but literally in, awake literally awake yeah. exactly and that's all no more no mass that's it anyhow folks uh before we get started i want to remind everybody that we are a community radio station that always depends on you wants wants you to be a part of it we want you to call in at 713-526-5738 i'll be slower 713-526-5738 and hit extension 2 to be on air uh, i have a subject every monday wednesday and fridays at noon that I write, that I prepare, that I investigate, that I research for you. But given that this is your show, you can call in and change the subject to anything you want it to be because the essay can always be found at politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter for the show. politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. And of course you can find all of them for all subsequent shows or previous shows, etc., etc., etc. Anyhow, folks, also remember, as a community radio station, we do need to have your support. So while this is not a fun drive time or anything, what I tell everybody is that if you go ahead and support our station up front, meaning like now. Or if you, you know, just go to our kpft.org page and hit that donate button, guess what? It can reduce the length of time that we have to do these long fun drives, right? So please, if you like what you hear, if you believe in what you hear, if you believe there's a purpose for what we're doing, please go ahead and go and t- go to kpft.org, hit that donate button, and let's get busy, right? Appreciate you all. Anyway, folks, what is the show about today, title of the show is the american right wing want to keep us dumb. I'm not kidding you. That's the title. The american right wing wants to keep you dumb. All right? Why? That's what we're going to talk about today. And do remember that all the discussion are continuum. All the discussion about CRT and wokeness are smoke and mirrors for what right wing is doing and intend to do to America from the youngest to the oldest, from America from the youngest to the oldest. On the chat, we already have uh, Tanu, Paul, as well as Alistair Waters saying hi to everyone. Sir, please your WhatsApp number. Uh, you can find my WhatsApp number by just looking up my name, Egberto Willis, Egberto. Willies, E-G-B-E-R-T-O-W-I-L-L-I-E-S. And we can be in contact that way if you want to, uh, Senora Tanu Hall. Anyhow, folks, title of the program again, The American Right Want to Keep Us Dumb. Why? All the discussion about CRT and wokeness are and mirrors for what right wing is doing and intend to do to America from the youngest to the oldest. After winning Nevada... Donald Trump made a statement. Progressives understood. We understood exactly what he was saying. After all, it has been the right wing's modus operandi for decades. And you know, a lot of times I've, I always, you know, I, I point to the right wing as, as a lot, as several times, right? The people that are destroying America, the folks whose policy hurts us all. I talk about that all the time. And you would, you know, ad nauseum, we can't stop talking about it because every day we get new people that come into the fold and realize where things are. But the reality, it is not just the right wing. It's not just conservatives. It's a concerted effort by the group of folks we called neoliberals, okay? The folks that believe in uh, the supremacy of the corporate state, All right. So it's not, you know, we we put a lot of blame a lot on the right wing, but it's deeper than the right wing. The right wing is just one of the tools of neoliberalism. Please remember that. And we can talk about that. If anybody wants to ask about that, you can also call in 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get on ear right away. And please, I ask you so kindly, don't wait till the end of the show to bring up the subjects you want to talk about. I know some of you want to wait till till we get into the meat of the subject at hand today. I can understand that as well. Anyway, uh, after all, it has been a right-wing mondos operandi to try to dumbify America. We won with poorly educated, Trump said as he listed who brought him the win in Nevada. I love the poorly educated, you know, after he said that in Nevada, it became a meme. And from him saying that you had a lot of those folks who he was talking about, the poorly educated, as he referred to them, not me, as he referred to them, they started to create memes on Facebook. They created memes on, on, on Twitter, on Tumblr, on, on, on um, uh, Instagram, everything, right? They were proud to be ascended. They were the ascendant poorly educated. Wow. Wow. Is that really something to be proud of? I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, right-wing Republicans, and for that matter, neoliberals, need poorly educated people to continue with the policies that enriched a few, placate some, and screw the many. They know the poorly educated, by no fault of their own, can be fooled into blaming their demise not on those causing it, but on someone with some arbitrary identity. In other words, what they're betting on is that you are so not educated that as the upper echelon of our society, is affecting pain on you vis-a-vis inflation, which is not created out of a supply chain problem, but really mostly corporate greed. But you won't see that because we are fighting about too many other things. I'll pause here and, and bring Ted into the fold, and then we'll continue with the subject at hand. Ted, I see that you want to talk something about Brazilian January 9th incident with Tucker Carlson. Talk to me.
2: Well, you were talking about lies on the, uh, uh, right, being dead and, uh, my. My
0: expertise about Brazil is that uh, I've lived there for several years and have doing married to a Brazilian who to in contact with the same people in the uh, Let me, uh, let me tell you, Ted, I need you to do me a favor because it's very hard to understand you. So if you can get your uh, your mouth closer to your mic, maybe we can get behind the background noise. But okay. I, I really want to understand what you're saying.
2: Okay, so at any anyway, rate, I. I through a series of, uh, uh, well, anyway, any rate, I'm pretty closely connected to Brazil. Uh-huh. You know, I'm an American, mm-hmm. uh, and I have family relations and so on. So, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson went on air the other day, and he claimed just a bunch of crap, you know, about Lula.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Lula is the current... The winner of yes. the election, uh, Lula is. Uh, you know, he started out from you know the deep left, uh, and they were really afraid of him when he first got power. I guess about twenty years ago, Right. he was probably the best president they ever had. Uh, he invested a lot of the money, uh, the corporate money, uh, into uh, like he would uh, pay. He would pay the farmer families uh to send their children to school. Right. Uh, and, uh I really and some other things. I mean he really yeah, uh, now they did convict him of some corruption, uh, which is pretty par for the course. I don't know how much of that was in fact true. Uh, you know, because
0: well, they, uh, they they released them. They released them. The Supreme Court released them because, again, there supposedly a lot of the, the evidence wasn't there. But I mean, look, uh, when it comes to corruption, all these politicians, uh, whether on the right, left, or otherwise, there there's much that can be considered corruption in the thing that they do. So, I mean, we have to, as a people, I think we all have to grow up. I agree with you, Ted, that when Tucker Carlson talks about uh, uh, da Silva, Luis uh, Ignacio da Silva, what he really uh, is talking about is just hating the policies that help people, right? Because that is what uh, he brought. Uh, and it
2: saves us all. I mean, right. he, you know, he, he wants to keep the rainforest, right. uh, uh, viable, not only as an, as an ecosystem, but also as a means of supporting these, uh, these native peoples that know how to exploit the resources, uh, sustainably and successfully. But uh, well, so you know, Mario it was. Wants to turn the he he wants the rainforest to be a a uh, I don't know. He uh, just wants uh, to. Well, what what happened?
0: Uh, the, the agribusiness, right? The agribusiness supported the coup in Venezuela. I mean, in in um in Brazil, uh, they they have a lot of evidence now. In fact, they've arrested two of the some two 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 of two of the leaders already. They are working much faster than we have arresting our terrorists here in the United States who affected January six. So we can we can probably learn something from Brazil as far as how they are handling uh, cleaning up uh, what occurred on January. Uh, I think it's January eighth out there, right? So, um, so, so they're they're cleaning up uh, that mess that was created. And the good thing about it is they have the support of the Supreme Court, et cetera. The Supreme Court ain't no left wing organization in Brazil, but they are. They believe in the rule of law, and they believe that you know democracy is something that was worth holding on to So, all of them are getting together from all factions to say, "No, we don't support this right wing crap that that Jair Bolsonaro is talking about." About. So, Brazil is teaching, Brazil is behaving like how America should have behaved after well, the insurrection.
2: The uh, 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 opposition party was, I mean, the Silva was already in power. Right. Biden wasn't in power. Right. Uh, that's part of the problem. Right. They got, they got a couple of weeks to get away until so the 20th came around. Well, the, the, um, go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, he just completely lied. You know, he said that uh, uh, Lula is trying to turn Brazil into into a Chinese communist state nonsense. Completely Look, we're going to talk nonsense.
0: about, Ted, we're going to talk about that communist sphere kind of a thing, right? Because uh, even uh, it's some of what we're going to talk about is even how uh, the governor of uh, of, of Florida, uh, DeSantis, is using that communist track. It's using that track about what to teach kids in school for indoctrination. We're going to go over all of that. So keep listening, check on in, and we'll, we'll come back to you in a little bit. Okay? So thank uh, you so kindly. I was of-
2: wondering, is there, is there any kind, any kind of check on...
0: no just, I'm, there's no check. Lies. No, no, there's no check mm-hmm. from the time we lost the, the, the doctrine, the, the, uh, both sides doctrine. I don't remember exactly what it's called. Uh, that doctrine where the story had to be yeah. told on both sides. We've lost that, but the, since Reagan, but anyhow, um, let's, let, let me go ahead I'm and let you now. go and continue with the program. Sign that thank anyway. you. Thank you very much for calling in Ted. Yeah. Keep listening. Keep calling. Okay, brother. Take care. All right, folks. The number is 713-526-5738. Again, that number is one. 35265738 hit the number 2 and we'll get you on air right away like we just got Ted on air. Anyway, we won with the poorly educated, is what Trump said, and we're continuing with our, our uh, essay on that. Right, right-wing right Republicans, and for that matter, neoliberals, need poorly educated people to continue with policies that enrich a few, placate some, and screw the many. They know the poorly educated, by no fault of their own, can be fooled into blaming their demise, not on those causing it, but on someone with some arbitrary identity. So go and hate on the trans. Go and hate on the blacks. Go and hate on those those indigenous folks. Go and, they they're trying to take your birthright away. No. No, nobody wants to take anybody's rights along. In fact, all people love, they just want to exist. They just want to exist with their families. They just want to exist with people. Nobody's looking to do all of it, but they have to create the false friction, right? If we can create the false friction among people, people will be fighting among themselves and they'll forget those who are actually screwing us all. All right, so... This morning, an article came across my feed that triggered me. Given what DeSantis has been doing to decimate real education in his state, it is clear the discussion about the right-wing purposefully making America dumb is apropos. The title and subtitle of the article said it all. And this sort of alluded to something that Ted mentioned earlier. And here it goes. Communism isn't what terrifies the gop nah they're not really scared of communism baby otherwise they would be scared of russia they'll be scared of china they'll be scared of a lot of other things but they're doing business just fine with these folk so communism isn't what terrifies the gop is the title and the subtitle of that article was it's high quality and well-funded public education can you imagine a country where everyone was fully educated, people might actually become informed voters and demand freedom and justice for all. The idea absolutely terrifies folks. The right wing is terrified. What happens when Americans realize that ultimately they are nothing more than antiseptic slaves, actually. Hey, when guys who looked like me were slaves, they had to feed us, they had to clothe us, they had to make sure we didn't get too sick because we were property, right? And you know, in America, under capitalism, you better take care of property. Property is what brings you money. Remember that, people. But now we have a new form, we no longer have to clothe you. We no longer have to feed you. We no longer have to keep you healthy. And you know what? If you become a liability, we dump you. And we don't have to think about it. You dump a slave, you're, it's like throwing away your car. But you dump an employee, you just go pick another one. Americans don't get it. The only, I mean, we, we, I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue with the article, but when I get on this kick here, I like to explain it because a lot of people take offense when I, uh, offense when I say we are all now antiseptic slavery. Your pigmentation no longer determine whether you, uh, you know, th- th- that clay slave kind of thing anymore. Nah, na, 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 na. We are all in the same boat together. You know, it's not only that they learned that they didn't have to invest in their property, their employee, because remember, when they were slaves, they were putting out the cash to feed you. They were putting out the cash for doing that. Now, you pay them for your health care. You pay them to keep your clothes on. You pay them so they don't only make money from the work you do. They make money from the work that the the money they take back from you to provide you with the services you need. Man, that's a kicker. You know, it's hard to, you know, when you see these thugs in suits and ties, it is easy to just think they earned it. It is easy to think that it's okay, but you forget that when you go into that factory, that executive could not have existed without you. Yet he makes 300 times what you make and you take it. Um, that shareholder couldn't be sitting at their pool, sipping the coffee, sipping the tea, saying, I make my money work for me. No, 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 no. You are working for them to sit on their butts and accept that money learn your worth you learn that your work is more than your that that your work is your worth and more but they don't tell you that they and, and so the scientists wants you uneducated and more indoctrinated i continue so for the gop it's all about fear what can you scare voters to believe that will sh- Shepherd them to support your agenda. So, to start with, Republicans want you to be terrified of public schools. The reason they want you to have to pay to get your kids educated, but public schools give learning away for free to everyone just for paying taxes. So, it's not free, you paid for it. Right wingers would much rather make it all a business where the. Oh. Yeah, I better do that. Let me stop and pause for a while. 713 526 5738 Hit the number two to come into the conversation. You know, I got great folks in the studio there sometimes say, could you just shut up and let these folks call in as well? But if you guys want me to shut up, you got to call in 713-526-5738. Again, that number 713-526-5738. Hit that number two and you're online. Yes, Stu just said, don't forget the two Egberto. We got it, Stu. All right, continuing. But folks, I want you to call in and I want you to talk about this subject. I kept this essay purposefully short because I wanted you guys to have your input, your statements, your comments on air. 713 526 Five, seven, three, eight, hit the number two. Continuing, right-wingers would much rather make it all a business where the more you pay, the better the education your kids get. There'd be poor quality... There'd be poor quality charter schools for those who can't afford the entry fee, but the best of everything would be reserved for the kids of the rich and powerful whose parents would use school vouchers to offset some of their tuition as private institutions. I want to pause there for a minute because this this is from the article that I ju- that that piece I just read is from the article. But I want you to also know people that right now the Texas state legislature is in session. And there are voucher bills that are there. There is a natural alliance between rural states, rural counties and and uh, urban counties to fight against vouchers but the powerful is just that still. They still own many of those politicians. You better call your local representative and let them know it is absolutely no to vouchers. No to vouchers because it's just another giveaway to wealthy cats. Don't forget it. All right, continuing with the program. Public schools would undo all that, especially if they were adequately funded. We don't need, we don't need vouchers. Can you imagine a country where everyone was fully educated? People might become informed voters and demand freedom and justice for all. Lawmakers might have to create real policies, a platform solution to actually govern. Can you believe that? So GOP operatives spread hysterical lies about public schools. They call them government schools, as if that meant some imposed bureaucracy of outsiders and not what it actually does. Schools governed by elected members of the community. We the people. You know, Republicans like to isolate government from you. You can't allow that to happen. Government is we the people. So whenever they try to get you to despise government, they're asking you to despise yourself. That is something that we better understand quickly. Whenever they look at you and they say, despise the government, there's something wrong with the government. Remember what they're telling you, there's something wrong with you because government is we the people. And don't let them talk about bureaucracy and all of that. Government is we the people. All right, continuing. So GOP operatives spread hysterical lies about public schools. They call them government schools as if that meant some imposed bureaucracy of outsiders and not what it actually does. Schools governed by elected members of the community, it's you. The lies and innuendos never a- are never ending. Public school educators teach fake history where the civil rights movement was a good thing. They refuse to instill the truth of creationism over the fake evolution. Teachers are pedophile groomers Never mind the actual Republican lawmakers charged with pedophilia and rape. And on and on and on and on. Which brings us to the latest one. The new red scare that public school teachers are raising. The next generation to hate Adam Smith and love Karl Marx. In other words, hate capitalism and love socialism. Marxism is what they they would like to call that. All of that, of course, is far from the truth, right? Teachers just teach facts as the way they are. I think teachers are the most important sector in our employer base. I think teachers are the most important to society. I've written blogs and blogs and blogs about the honor that I feel towards teachers. When Back in Panama... When you saw a teacher in the store, you stood up straight. Back in Panama, licenciada. These, honored, the, these licensed, honored people to educate us. That's who they were. It was a shock to me coming to the United States and, and watching that teachers weren't some of the higher paid, that teachers weren't uh, treated with a, a level of dignity and respect. I was, I was lost. Because... How do you not honor those who move knowledge forward? How do you not? How do you not? They're the ones who are holding up society. How do you not honor these people? All right, folks, I still have some more of the essay to go, but I need you to call in and make your voices heard. 713-526-5738. Lines are wide open. We had one call so far. Wide open. What's your thoughts on teachers? What's your thought about what they think about you as an employee? What's your thought about anything we spoke about? Or what's your thought about, hell, the execution? You can call in and talk about anything, or you can call in and talk about the subject. Daniel Doe said, or rather, we have uh, in the chat, we have uh, Brian who says, implying that folks were asleep until they were awakened that once. That happened, they were awake. The past tense of awaken is woke. No one is woke, very few are awake as to what is happening in general population on a global scale. There is no left or right anymore, no good side or bad side. It's all a puppet show, including the elections. I get what you're saying, Brian Scott Johnson, and that's why we have programs at KPFT like Politics Done Right to make sure people do become woke and understand what's happening in society. 713-526-5738. Again that number is 713-526-5738. Hit the number 2 to get on. You know, um Enrico, Monday, lo- we couldn't stop the phones from ringing and today we can't we can't seem fo- I guess people just want to listen to all the substantive things we're talking about, eh? Yeah, you got
1: a you got a nice voice. Maybe maybe that's it.
0: Oh wow, man. Really? Anyway, 713-526-5738, folks, give us a call. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two. And wait, how did you get that on your phone? I, I, need, to, I, I need a second camera so that people can see the crazy things that go on into, in, in, in that, that, that uh, control room. I love that, Stu. I love that. Anyhow, continuing. Daniel Ledeau says, if I dump my slave, I just go to the market and buy another. Hmm. You see, hey, uh, th- that, that, that was cute. You know, uh, Mr. Ledo is one of our great right-wing listeners. It's amazing, isn't it? And we have from, uh, from, uh, from Fleming, he says, you are not speaking right. Daniel comes back and he continues to talk. But anyhow, let's continue elsewhere. Of course, of course, Governor DeSantis is the... This educator on steroids. He wants to give teachers a $3,000 indoctrination bonus for those who get new civics recertification. His new curriculum is de- designed to prevent critical thinking. He wants kids to learn that communism is bad and capitalism is all good by highlighting. The horrors of communism. There is so much more to education than cowering on complex wrong or outright evil topics. No teaching real, not teaching real history and the results of it prevent past mistakes from repeating due to ignorance. Understanding the plight of many today requires understanding the genesis of many in America. That is history, folks. That is history. Come on in, John, because you came right as soon as I was done with the essay. So we have a lot to talk about. Come on in, John. I'm here. Talk to me.
3: Well, I'm hijacking today's theme. Go back to the immigration fiasco. Okay. I'm just wondering who everybody thinks is going to build our infrastructure.
0: Okay. Continue.
3: Well, I was in construction for almost 30 years, heavy construction. And I would say 80% of our hardworking guys were basically Hispanic. hmm From either Mexico or Central America.
0: Right. <clears throat> Well, let, let me, let me, let me tell you, I, I think what you're trying to uh, I get at here is the importance of immigra- immigrants in this country altogether. I mean, I read a study. First of all, it is true. Uh, a lot of the construction work in America is done by Latinos. And, and, and many others, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work that many Americans themselves don't want to do. And I, I hate using that phrase that many Americans don't want to do, because I, I will posit that if we go into many uh, parts of this t- this country and pull folks out and bring them to the cities, I, a lot of them would do it as well. But that said, uh, Latinos and, and many others uh, uh, do form a, a strong part of our rebuilding infrastructure force. But you know what else is that they don't tell you? And and this is where you know um, uh, indoctrination works. If you take a look at uh, immigrant population, it turns out that most of the patents, or, or rather, uh, on a, on a per capita basis, on where patents are concerned, where innovation is concerned, where inventions are concerned, uh, immigrants. Play an outsized part in that field and it's not that it's not about immigrants being smarter than or anything like that it's about how immigrants got here immigrants when you when you get here as an immigrant when you get to the America as an immigrant, you have already gone to the, the top of your crop, your creme de la creme because you got out you did what it took to get out and that's what it's all about it's important that people get you know all of us have shared the same forget about the bell curve crap that you read a few years ago the bell curve crap has been proven to be false all right the reality is all of us have the same approximate level of intellect all of us there are the exceptionally smart as well and the exceptionally dumb but we are all, you know, pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're all pretty much the same. And uh, what happens is those people who are able to get out of your countries uh, escaping or whatever automatically would be the, the top of the, the chain. And that's why they, they supersede uh, or they, they do quite a bit better in the aggregate than, let's say, the American population as a whole. That's not a knock. That's just that's just how things work. Now, we cannot survive. Our Social Security system would not make it if we didn't have uh, if we didn't have immigration because right now as it stands the birth rate in America is not conducive to the kind of social security system that we have we we have too small a birth rate so we do need
3: let me get started on that social security thing nobody realizes okay I don't know what percent of the immigrants are illegal undocumented Mm -hmm. none of them ever benefit Social Security. Right. Probably not any Medicare. Right. And most likely in Medicaid. They're working <laughs> contributing,
0: but they don't get anything back. Exactly. You know, people people tend to forget these types of issues. And it, it's unfortunate that they do, right? It's unfortunate that they do, but they 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 they, uh, they forget that the immigrants for the most part, they're either very much supportive of our system. Too often, they're taking advantage of. I mean, I have a friend who is working on a project right now, where uh, you know the guy knows that he's working with pretty um, with they, they know that who is working with, and because of that, they take advantage of these immigrants. It's a shame. It is a shame. But anyhow, let's get Larry into the fold uh, and uh, talk to Larry. Larry, come on in. Uh, yes, sir.
2: Uh, I'll make it quick. Uh, I think that uh, public education, uh, along with uh, public health, is a win-win situation. Uh, it helps the people out, and also helps the businesses out to give them a healthy, educated workforce. I don't see the problem in it myself for either
0: the either side of the situation.
2: And basically
0: that's all I have to say. Well, I want, I want want to, I I want the good work. Thank you so kindly, Larry, but I want to answer you directly. You can hang up if you want to, but I want to answer your, your call directly. And it goes this, this way. Um, It, 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 when you say that uh, it's a win-win situation, the fact that you can see that. And the fact that employers don't see why that makes them richer, that makes them have better options. The fact, Those facts that they don't see points out something I've been saying all of the time. Our economic oh. system doesn't, those who succeed in our economic system are not necessarily the, the smartest, if you will are the most, (laughs) uh, you know, because you can see it and maybe you are not a wealthy businessman, but the wealthy businessman may not be able to see it at all. And when I get on to the case of billionaires, not really worth what they have, some people who are apologists for these guys would have a tendency to think this is billionaire envy or this is the rich envy, but it's not the case. It is just that the people who make the most in our economic system tend to be the most callous, tend to be the most, uh, what's the other word, that uh, uh, um, psychopaths and those who work do the work and make the system work they are the good people they don't they are not trying to get over on anybody you know i mean you take a look at the billionaire he wants to keep owning and owning and owning the guy who invented the rocket the guy who invented all these things he just wants to keep inventing he just wants to use his knowledge he's not concerned about the accumulative properties of capital thank you so kindly for calling in larry Oh, hey. You're welcome. And uh, keep up the good work, okay? Thank you, sir. You have a wonderful right. rest of your day. Alistair, come on in, my dear Alistair. Talk to me.
4: Hey, brother. Okay, so, you know, continuing the conversation about uneducating Americans. Yes, ma'am. You know, it it, 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 it with uneducated Americans, it is a win-win for the extreme right because not only do we get to vote, not only do the, the the non not so educated Americans vote for them. Things like, oh, Social Security, that gets defunded because one, you have those people in office that want to defund it. And that goes hand in hand with immigration. If we don't have the immigrants to pay into the Social Security system, well, oh, The money's not there. Sorry, guys, you don't get your Social Security.
0: That is, I'm sorry.
4: It just is infuriating. And as a first, first, I'm a first generation American. And, you know, my mom and my grandmother busted their rumps to pay into a system. They knew they would never be able to get Mm -hmm. benefit from, but they did it because it was right and it was good. And it was for the better of this country. And people forget that. Yes, they do. Yes, it's so do. convenient and it's infuriating. Convenience is not always good. Look at where we are with the climate.
0: Convenience is killing us. You know, there, there's another thing when you talk about the social security, you know, there's the, they're the figment of the imagination of the stockbroker that's been trying to say, oh, look at the S&P 500. If if we had invested that money in the S&P 500, we would have X amount more, which is all false, right? Because what? Yes,
4: exactly. It's kind of like the lottery money going to help veterans and state programs. It's BS.
0: But you know what is the other thing that they don't tell you uh, when they talk about privatizing social security, they don't tell you that the, the actual act of putting all that money into the market create dangers that, you know, I mean, you can say that the market with X amount of dollars have been going up at seven or 8% over several decades. But when you start to put the influx of social security money into these kinds of markets, that itself changes the market. It's not a demand thing. It's it's it just changes the flavor of the market which puts that much more risk into something like retirement that nobody it. tells you, you know.
4: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, um, yeah. but you're absolutely I, right, I, Alistair. You're absolutely right. Um, and what we do here and what we continue in, or we intend to do is remind people that they still have one vote and to go ahead and call. You're talking about uh, uh, social security right now. The biggest thing right now is going to come early, later this year in September when we have to yeah. raise the uh, debt ceiling. We have to ensure yeah. that nobody. Ties raising the debt ceiling to changes in social security. It is something we're all going to have to fight for. And it's something that I think we can bring on a lot of allies on the right from, because you know what, Alistair, just like you're, uh, you're, I don't know if you're Republican or Democrat, let's assume you're Republican, just like you're Republican. Republican grandmother. Uh, oh, I'm very yeah, okay, good. But let's say your grandmother is right. Your grandmother needs social security just as much as your left-wing grandmother. So, it's it's that's yes. what it's all about. And that's something we yes. share in common.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything I, else you want I, to I, add, my
0: dear friend, should. my sister, anything else we want to add? Anything else you want to add?
4: No, sir, we're good. I might not be on this afternoon with you, but I hope I can.
0: All right, well, if you're there, you know, we're going to salute you. You have a great day. And folks, don't forget, we also have the show at three o'clock on the internet, seven days a week. All right, let's continue. Oh, actually, I'm done with the essay, folks, so I need your calls. I, I never run out of anything to say, let me first tell you, but... But <laughs> did you what did you just say uh, I think I heard you snark there. What did you say, Rico? I said, "Oh, really."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't say if it's sarcasm or, you know, an observation of fact, but yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you know, you, you notice how Rico talks? He, I mean, this this is a smart dude. Anyway, Rico, <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm going to do right now? You know I like impromptu stuff. Folks, give us a call 713. Five two six five seven three eight Again, that number is 713 526 five, seven, And hit the number two, as Stu would say. Anyway, let me ask you something, um, Rico. I'm going to put you on the spot. And the reason I'm going to put you on the spot is you're a young guy. All right? Not for long. Yeah, well, but you know, you're still young. Just he's celebrated my birthday a couple of well, weeks ago. But you, well, Thank happy you. birthday. You know, um, one, one of our, um, internet listeners had her birthday and I, on Saturdays, I have this stuff called ask Egberto anything. So people can call into the zoom and, um, and sign up and we, we have this chat. So I sang her happy birthday on, on, um, uh, on Saturday, but it's too late. You're two weeks out. So no happy birthday song for you, brother. That's all right. But anyhow, let me ask you this. Um, You're young. And the reason why I'm saying that is, what do you want those of us that are of the elder generation? What would you expect of us now, given the predicament we put this country and this world in?
1: Uh, If I wanted to be kind of nihilistic about it, I would say, you know, just give it up, pass it on to the next generation. Trust us. You've had your time. Bye.
0: I love that, actually. Oh, okay. Well, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. That's what I say. I most of the activists that I hang with, yes, I hang with like-minded older folks that, that wants to do exactly what you just said. But we want to make sure that our millennials and our Gen Xers and our Gen Zs uh, start taking over because I think that's what it's going to take. I don't think we've done the best job. Uh, the other, you know, the other uh, for for where we're at today. So that's where I want us to be.
1: So. Yeah, give another generation a chance to mess things up.
0: Yeah, but you know what? I think, you know, what is history? History teaches us what one has done so that maybe, hopefully, we don't repeat ourselves. And the subject today was how DeSantis doesn't want history to be taught. He doesn't want folks to understand that every system has its good and its bad. And what we want to have are bifurcated systems where all can be, you know, where we take the best of all systems. Won't you agree?
1: Nothing is black and white. And to even take one of the options away is, uh, Doesn't do anyone any good.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. On the internet, Paul Fleming says, there are a lot of Russians crossing our southern border. Why haven't the national news spotlighted this security threat as well? It, um, It amazes me. You know, it's because, look, let's just be frank about it. It makes a better story that a whole bunch of brown people are crossing the border than folks who are absent accent or indistinguishable from those who believe a certain sect or the real Americans, right? Remember that. So that's the reason why you don't hear that. D-Ray says the U.S. government is white supremacy and wealth privatization. It has never represented all people within its political borders. It is our responsibilities of being able to vote, uh, D-Ray, for us to, you know, one of the issues I had when I came to the United States, I remember going to the University of Texas, and I joined, yeah, Hook'em Horns, and I joined uh, many committees: the South African Liberation Action Committee, Pi Sigma Pi. A lot of our, you know, I, 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 I was in diverse organizations—black organizations, white organizations—I participated in everything. And I remember going to the Afro-American Culture Committee, which was one of the organizations I was in, and we were sitting down listening to Martin Luther King. And I am, I'm am this Panamanian with a very strong accent. And in that meeting, I said, I, I love Martin Luther King. I just would have preferred if Martin Luther King didn't ask for freedom, but took freedom. Right. Because when you ask for something that is rightfully yours, people attempt to take it away from you. And this, this, is, a, this is on a racial basis. This is on, on every, any basis, racial, gender, anything, right? And they told me to go back to Panama. They told me I was an import and all that kind of stuff. But listening to what D-Ray just said brought that story back to me. Because I'm telling every single woman out there, I'm telling every single POC out there, I'm telling every single person that has some other identity out there that it is not for somebody to liberate you. It's not for somebody to tell you it is okay. It is for you to do it. For you to say it is okay for me to do this or I will do this. You know, growing up in Panama, that, that, that was one of the great things I honor my parents for. And the, the training that we got at home was that you were better than nobody and nobody was better than you. You are no, not more intelligent than anybody and nobody was more intelligent than you are. It was always about how you applied yourself and how you did what was necessary to succeed. And that is how we came to this country Uh, knowing that having that motto and you, you listen to my sisters, myself and everybody that was, thank you for telling me that was always at the back of our heads, no matter what happened, it was always at the backs of our heads. And that's what I try to impart as well. When we're talking about these issues to remind everybody, you know, women, you don't need men to liberate you. POCs, you don't need our white brothers and sisters to liberate you. Liberate yourselves. Now, there are factors that make that more difficult. But you know, I sit down and watch the operations of many particular identities and I think inter-learning procedures make a hell of a lot of sense in the way this is actually done. Uh, Paul Fleming says, when it comes to social security, all you have to do is close all tax loopholes, which won't happen. And again, I want to cut that part out that Paul says that won't happen. No, Paul, it will happen if we demand it to happen. We should stop capping social security at 100 something thousand dollars. Social security should be billed at, at all income. Secondly, we should not separate capital gains income from the working person's income. All income should be incomed and taxed at a rate commensurate with their quantity. In other words, we should have a tax rate that eventually goes all the way up to past 90% after you've earned X amount of dollars. You know why? Because nobody really earns it on their own. Nobody really earns it on their own. Daniel Lado says, Paul Fleming, love how weak leftists give up when debate goes against them. Come on, man. Let's have some more assumptions about me. Your jaundice uh, prejudice or jaundice worldview is funny and a lot. Actually, I think and I'm, that was the chat I was just reading. Actually, I think the leftists in our chats are just as active as the right wingers in our chats. And they make things happen. 713-526-5738. We still have a couple of minutes, mi- actually quite a few minutes that we can take a couple of calls. 713-526-5738. Uh, don't be shy. We are very nice out here at KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. Uh, so, so back again, folks, let's not lose sight of our own internal power. Let's not lose sight that we are the government. Let's not lose sight that we are still in control. Let's not lose sight and adapt the fallacies coming from the DeSantis, from those who would want to indoctrinate your kids by not allowing them to really learn history, as I mentioned in the essay. Let's not allow that to happen. Because absent that, we will revert to exactly where we were before. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Early on, Rico said, you know, Egberto, um, are you going to get a lot of calls today? I said, this subject that I have should get me a lot of calls. And he said, yeah, because we want to practice on the phone. Well, I am. I, so far, I'm sorry, uh, Rico. I didn't get you a lot of calls, but we can still get you some practice on the phone if somebody would call right now with a question. We still have a couple minutes, or more than a couple minutes. 713 526 5738. Hit the number two, and you will be on here. Hit the number two, and you will be on here. Yesterday, uh, we had our first execution of the year. Texas still continues to be the state that executes more people than any other state in this country. And we are also the state that we called, uh, we call the right, uh, uh the, 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 the life state, the state that believes in life. And I know this officer killed, uh, got his wife killed, got somebody to kill his wife. I know all these issues. But you have to ask yourself the question is whether uh, state-driven murder is any different than individual-driven murder. I'm sorry. I don't think so. I think uh, every human being is redeemable. And for those that are not yet redeemed, I don't think we have a problem spending whatever it costs to when it's to keep them. John Smith says, why do leftists never learn from history? Why do leftists never learn from history? I'm not sure what you mean, John Smith, but I think leftists have learned quite a bit from history. And that is why, in fact, we are leftists, those of us that are leftists. And by the way, this station doesn't only have leftists. We have people on the right. We have people in the middle. We have we have all kind of folks at this station. OK. All right. Let's go ahead and bring Ray in uh, as soon as Rick. Talk to me.
4: Hey, Berto, I was just uh, calling in. I, I said, you seem a little lonely, so I was coming to, calling to give you some company. But to piggyback off of what you were talking about when it comes to the right to life mm-hmm. in Texas. I find that quite the interesting misnomer because in Texas, when they say the right to life, they mean the right to tell you how to run your life. <laughs> but when I think about right to life, I feel like the right to life should mean the right to an enjoyable life for all of us who are living and breathing currently trying to
0: survive. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And yes, in fact, I was lonely. I I I I wrote a short essay. Here's the funny thing about Ray. First of all, I, I want to give context to what you've said. You're absolutely right. We we all have that right to life and and for the enjoyment. And by the way, it's in the preamble of our constitution. Okay, it's there. But that said, I was feeling lonely because I purposefully wrote the essay short because I thought I was going to get a lot of calls from the subject, and I didn't. But like I told Rico, I always have a lot to say. But guess what? We're running. We're going to be running short on time. So to give me a quick closer and then I'll go I'll go to Dale
4: uh, well, I got nothing else right to life for everybody who's living and breathing that's right. what I say
0: thank you brother let's go ahead and bring Dale in who wants to bring up the RICO Act come on in Dale
3: okay I just wanted to ask the question how come our uh, Justice Department doesn't put the RICO Act on those people in January 6th or maybe the whole government clean this mess up real quick
0: uh, you know what because we are scared that is the honest truth. Yeah. I think we are scared of, uh, we don't know. what. Here's the thing. The right wing and the, the militias and all of them have, have, they've done a good number on our FBI and all these other guys. I think they're scared that somehow we are going gen- to degenerate into some sort of a chaos in the streets and that sort of stuff with people who have AR-17. Yeah, are the main ones that
3: would get cleaned up. We did it. Well, you, you don't know. Your, you do not
2: lose your messages or te- and uh, emails when you change phones. No, we don't. If people are doing that. We need to get rid of
0: them. I, look, I agree. Uh, look, Dale, I agree with okay. you. But what I'm saying okay. is I un- honestly believe that these people are running scared. I think a lot of these people should have been held and arrested long time ago. And I think we have to work on that. But Dale, I only got a a couple of minutes now. So my loneliness went from full, uh, my loneliness was fulfilled by all of you who called in at the end of the show.
3: That's
0: good. You put on a good show. Thank you, my brother. You have a, a great rest of your day, okay? All right, folks, we are coming close to the end of the day. So I, I, I first want to say, please go to politicsdoneright.com newsletter. Check out all the newsletters for every show that I've had. Well, not only this year, but throughout the, the years, uh, because uh, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon, we come out with a new essay for the program and you can pick it up there. You can read it there. If sometimes I don't get to the full essay, uh, you can finish reading it there. Today I got to the full essay, but you can still go read it there because there's a lot of other essays. There a lot of other information there that you can find. Don't forget. Uh, John Smith, and it says any version of socialism when tried has failed uh, miserably for, uh, for the last 400 years. I think you need to go to history and understand systemic uh, policies around but anyhow we are going to be closing this baby down in a few seconds my name is egberto willies and this is politics done right you guys know how i end this program and let me see if i remember how i end this program i'm out